Around seven that evening, Jack pulled into the B&B directly behind Marin's Range Rover. He pulled into a parking space and sat in the driver's seat, staring unseeing through the windshield. Marin tapped on his window. Jack opened his door. Just taking a second to make sure all my parts are intact. I didn't top 85. I set my cruise control. Marin stepped back from his door. You'd prefer to arrive in the middle of the night? Stepping out of the car, Jack said, I'm not complaining, just recovering. He slammed the door shut and stretched. Close to five hours in a car made his knees stiff these days. All right, let's check in. When Marin and he walked in the front door to the small reception area, no one was in sight. Marin picked up a small bell on the counter and rang it. After a few minutes passed, Jack started to consider the feasibility of walking up the staircase to the second floor and knocking on doors. Marin was getting bolder with her explorations. She walked behind the reception desk, checked the small office there, and found no one. You have a number for these guys? Otherwise, I'm picking an empty room and letting myself in. Jack was already reaching for his phone. Just a second. I've got the confirmation email. An older man, wheezing with exertion, came in the front door. Sweat dripped down his nose, and he pulled a huge old-fashioned handkerchief from his back pocket and dabbed at his face. Hi. How can I help you folks? Not exactly what Jack expected after hearing Dottie Wallace's glowing recommendation. We have a reservation under the name Spirelli. Jack debated pulling up the confirmation email because Marin and he were clearly unexpected. Spirelli, two rooms, booked for three days. A deep furrow appeared between the man's eyes. You canceled. Jack almost didn't want to argue. The guy seemed that put out, but he needed a place to sleep. I did not. The man heaved a frustrated sigh, then immediately his demeanor changed. My apologies. Please come in and have a seat. He motioned to a grouping of chairs placed next to the winding staircase. It will be just a moment for your rooms. My name is Milton. I'm one of the owners. Marin caught Jack's eye and said quietly, Bax. Jack nodded and threw her his keys. Then, ignoring Milton's offer to sit, he approached the counter. Does that happen a lot? Milton stopped typing on his computer. Hmm? Again, his brow furrowed. Do reservations get canceled in error frequently? We've had a few odd occurrences recently. Maybe our new reservation system... Milton seemed unconvinced his reservation system was to blame, which opened up too many questions. Jack hated complicated jobs, and this check-in mess was beginning to reek of complications. We may need to stay longer than three days. The words reluctantly left Jack's lips. Milton nodded in an agreeable fashion. We'd be happy to have you. Our snowbirds are long gone, and there's not been a summer rush yet. Plenty of room. Jack nodded, still uneasy, and accepted the two keys Milton handed him. Donnie Wallace called. 
I talked to her myself before the cancellation, so don't you worry about the bill. That's to go directly to her. Marin came in with two bags, so Jack didn't answer. He smiled in thanks, then turned to grab his bag from Marin. He headed up the stairs, hoping nothing bizarre was hiding in the closet or buried in the garden, because something definitely felt off. Maybe Marin felt it too, because she followed him to his room. After he unlocked the room, she said, I'll just have a quick look. Maybe check for any signs of a recent magical signature. Jack held the door open for her. Please, 